What Comes First Will Follow, an audio roleplay by Teti DePunk in Fortunus Games. Scene 3, Episode 6, At the Hospital, Part 1. The afternoon sun, glaring, though muted through the pristine blinds that frame each window down a hospital corridor, produce a hazy hue. A weary-looking doctor and a broad-shouldered, sturdy nurse make their way down the corridor. Doctor. God, what a patient this morning. And to think I was slipping into a real lull with such a succession of even-keeled patients. What a mouth he had nurse. Ah, men like him, I'm used to. I used to work in an army hospital, and he's mild with his foulness compared to some that I dealt with. (laughs) Doctor, you found it amusing? Nurse, well, you shouldn't over-explain things to men like him. They get testy after five minutes of your rambling. He scowled like a furiously impatient boy and hollered, Oh, hell, I'll do it myself. Just give me the damn scalpel. Is that all you can do? Talk about it. (laughs) Doctor, takes out a cigarette and begins smoking. Well, he's asleep, finally. I'm at peace. And hopefully he sleeps through the rest of the day with all that volume. It takes as much a bull to put a a fellow like him down. The nurse laughs yes again. Yes, I know men like him. They're awfully hardy, doctor. A tired-looking middle-aged man in a wheelchair listens to the animated exchange between the doctor and the nurse. Just who is this fellow they are talking about, he wonders. The man in the wheelchair is none other than Kompolka Ardayan Ivanovich Mayakov. He is here to recover from pneumonia, which he had contracted a few weeks ago while stationed at Istra. Cynical, bitter, defiantly antagonistic, yet darkly charming in his own way, Ardayan has been bored to death for the next for the last couple of weeks he's spent recovering at the hospital. He is looking for a little excitement, most likely in the form of conversation. He wonders what kind of stimulating conversation he can start, and with whom. The nurse approaches and tells him he will be moved into a new room. He nods faintly. He seems to be in deep in thought, thinking about something or thinking about the past or pondering what he could do once in the new room. The nurse wheels him to the new room where there are a couple of other patients. An austere hospital bed, white barred and frame, beds a tall, well-built man. The bed covers are pulled up to his chin and his eyes flicker and squint with considerable strain to open against the sting of light streaming through the half-inch lines of the half-turned blinds on the window. A heavy breathing groan escapes his lips, and he slowly attempts to stir in bed, only to be renewed with a stab of pain in his chest and ribs. This man is Pakovkanik Andrei Danilovich Novoshkanov, and where he is now. He now awakens, albeit groggy and disoriented. Ardayan looks at him, curious. Bored, he decides to talk to this man, whomever he is. Ardayan, good afternoon. 
Seems like you're here for something quite serious, am I right? Ardayan's voice is soft and low, not as sarcastic as Ardayan imagined himself to sound in his head. Andre groans through gritted teeth and shuffles roughly his broad-shouldered frame against the pillow as a prop. He attempts to lean on his elbow despite the sharp stab, reproaching his effort. <sighs> what? Disoriented from the Valium. Ardayan. I said, you're here for something quite serious, aren't you? You're in a daze because of the Valium they gave you. Quite a heavy dose, eh? He gives a tight smile. Anyways, I'm Polkovnik Ardayan Ivanovich Mayakov. I'd shake your hand if I could reach where you are. But yes, it's nice to meet you, I suppose. Pardon my straightforwardness. It's been quite a while since I've really talked to anyone. The other room was stifling, st stiflingly boring. My roommates were senile old men who were barely coherent when they did talk. Most of the time, they were just sleeping. Huh. I guess that's what happens when you're old. At least both of us have some youth left. Andre. Confuse, confusion from senses muddled from the valium persists, but his perception of what he deems annoying remains ever clear. A scowl creeps on his hard-featured, strong-weathered, tanned face. God, do you talk. Sighs a massive sigh of resignation as he realizes his recuperation will be accompanied by this jackdaw of an officer. So you're a Pokolvnik too. That makes two of us. Might have put us in the same room because of that, our rank. Well, <sighs> he groans and leans back into the pillows and shuts his eye in mixed annoyance and pain from the surgery.